Bougie. Um, what's your What's your personal definition of bougie? It's like kind of fancy. Yeah. I don't know. Like Orange Theory is bougie. I don't know what Orange Theory is. You don't know what Orange Theory is? Is that like a credit union? <laughs> no, it's like. <laughs> Do you know what a credit union is? Uh, I've, I've seen them around. I don't know exactly what they do oh my gosh i think they're like a i don't even know what credit unions do i think they're like a bank i think yeah orange theory i'm gonna sound so pretentious for saying this it's a boutique fitness place yeah so it's like the new thing it's like the new fad in fitness is to like go to a fitness boutique and that's orange theory okay bougie um i mean i've definitely used it but I know my person. I guess yeah, it would be fancy or something snazzier or out of my class. Target is bougier than Walmart. I was gonna ask, what's your? What's I feel the like bougie? bougie is trying. Bougie's trying. Bougie's yeah. trying. It's yeah. You so know, because you could just be fancy. Yeah. Or you could be like a dandy, even. You I mean, like, like super into your clothing and like overly top with your like accessories and shit. Yeah. But like, I don't think you can. So you think I could pull off bougie if I when I put on a, some nice clothes? Uh, I think I think maybe maybe, maybe I think we'd have I, to see what. Well, goes we on. would call you bougie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's oh, that's yeah. you the get insult. labeled. Yeah, yeah. Because I I do like dressing up and looking quote unquote bougie, <laughs> but uh, is that how it's used? Quote unquote. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, what is your? What do you? What? When do you dress up fancy? I've never I mean, seen I've you dress to, up fancy. I've been to yeah. lots of weddings. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Unless yeah. it's like. I mean, I waited tables and fine dining for a long time, so I wore button up and ties every night. Do you I have? like. I can't picture that. <laughs> I do clean up well. I'll say that. I love that. Yeah, and I. It's, I think it's just a. It is fun looking nice. Or if I'm like actually dating someone and we're like, oh, let's go to a dinner, like I'll. I mean, I'll. I'll look nice, but okay. But also, there's like casual nice. There's bougie nice. I don't wear like jewelry and go out of my way. Okay. But I do clean up pretty well. I don't like cleaning up. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Give me a collared shirt. I'm pissed. Yeah. You don't see me in a collared shirt happy. See, I like it. I mean, at least when it's the time and place. I'm also down to just wear what I've been wearing since I was fucking 15. I'm athleisure to the max. Like yeah. if I if I can wear it and make it athleisure, it's what we're gonna do. Oh, I like looking fresh. I like looking bougie. As a well, you can look <laughs> athleisure bougie. Yeah, for sure. And buy like only Lululemon and be in debt. But yeah, that's yeah, that's. I mean, that's. I can look bougie in four ninety nine clothes from the thrift store. Okay, I'm, you're right. Is that is that a is that a uh, is that like uh, I'm trying to think of a the flex? Term. No, not a flex. It felt like one. It like felt a, like a flex. <laughs> I, it was cool. I, that's <laughs> iconic. Is that like a no? I was thinking like white trash bougie. No. Oh is my that gosh. A thing? Is that a contradiction? White trash bougie. I would say that is a contradiction. Dang it. I want to be white trash bougie. Lots of queer people are bougie and get all their shit from fucking thrift stores, and I'm pissed because like, where'd you find that really cute top? I have gotten a few cute things from yeah. thrift stores, but not nearly enough as like the other queer folk, and it pisses me off. I I strictly only shop at, and I mean, I walk out with H and M pants. Like I have twelve pairs of H and M pants. Do you think it's a numbers game? Stores. You like you like look enough. I eventually, do. you find. I um well especially Denver. Denver's like a different game than what thrift stores were back home in North Idaho. Like North Idaho, more I could white stop. trash than bougie. Yeah, well I could find like fucking Garth Brooks T-shirts, fucking Alan Jacksons. Yeah, and like as a hipster, that looks fucking cool because I'm wearing an ironic. But when you come to Denver, it's filled with hipsters, so yeah. everyone's looking for whatever. But I mean, if I go into size 32 pants, I can basically be like, well, those are dope, those are dope, and then actually look at them and see if they're what I want. But I have have a bunch of H&M, and that's all from the thrift store. I'm, like, jealous. Yeah. That, like, pisses me off. I mean, I'm white trash bougie, baby. Yeah, I guess you are. I literally could try so hard to find... Like H and M, I don't know because my my pant size is only it's a thirty four to a thirty six, so it's yeah. not even like it's very common. Yeah, I just get all these like gross, but I'm really picky with pants. I'm yeah. way less picky with shirts. Next time you see me in a pair of pants, I guarantee you they're probably H and M. I wore some last night. Yeah, we'll check your tag. Yeah, yeah. I'll just pull in my give me a wedgie. <laughs> Let me yeah, see those things. Literally, just be like, "Hey, I'm just gonna surprise you and be like, oh, that that was H and M.' Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> what if we I, did like thrift tips? 
and like did like a quick reel where you're like walking around a thrift store like yo you don't even want to look at this rack yeah. they put this in front because they know I this go, is for suckers i go to the thrift store though with like ideas and manifested hopefully what i i once me and a friend were going to the thrift store and he was filming a sketch and putting on a comedy show and on our way to the thrift store i was like what do you want to manifest from the thrift store and literally 10 blocks away he was like i want to find a podium like just a silly podium that you can like put on stage as if it was like a presidential debate and within 10 minutes of being at the thrift store, we walk downstairs, and there's this podium that not only is fucking, like, dope-ass wood, but it folds up and just slides in the back of the car. Like, it was the weirdest manifestation that I've seen, just because he was like, I need a podium. And it was like, I've never seen a podium at the yeah, thrift store. podium? What? Was it the Goodwill Off-Broadway? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's my, right. That's was my it signed by Alan Jackson? Yep. Yeah, every t- it was already acid washed. Like I do to most of my thrift store clothes. I love that. I, I love that. I did work with a guy who now owns a vintage shop, and he used to just like have to look at my tags on if I was wearing a graphic tee or some shit from the nineties. And like most of them, like this one's not. I don't think this one's anything cool. But um, there was a. It's Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, but it's not like I feel like this one is not like an old like from the nineties. Like this one was made. To look like it was a vintage t-shirt. That is true. Like I recently got a James Dean one that's like kind of similar that just has his face on it. Okay. And I just acid washed that like immediately because I was like, okay, I love that. I need to acid wash this. Yeah, acid wash it for James Dean. Yeah, James Dean would have. My brain needs an acid wash. I did bring it up to a comic the other day. I was like, I got a, a acid wash or I got a James Dean T-shirt, and he was like, like the porn star. I was like, <laughs> I wish I, that would be way cooler because there is this like famous porn star. It is. It's James Dean, but I think it's D E E N, not D A A N. Yeah, I don't know. I just knew of his name. I don't. He's know. straight, so I don't. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. like when I when I tried to be straight. Oh my gosh! Actually, before I came out of the closet because I didn't know female porn stars. I did look him up because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm straight. Like, yeah. if I look him up, it's straight still. Yeah. And so <laughs> I did do that. I did that once when I was, like, 16. That was the yeah. angle? Yeah. I was like, it's straight because I'm looking up straight porn. Yeah. Duh. No, I definitely. The uh, loophole. I, I love it. <laughs> I definitely have a few favorite uh, male porn stars. You do? Yeah. I love that. Who are they? Uh, Johnny Sins. He's, like, a bald dude with a. Amateur a, stuff, right, um, usually? He does. He does like have his own like site and his like his wife's a porn star too. So they make like fun videos of them in like Vegas with like three other porn stars and it's just like a f- dope adventure. Have you heard of Adam 22? No. Uh Lena the Plug, I guess is his girlfriend. She and has they, like a podcast and stuff, yeah. They do a podcast with a porn star and then do then fuck. Then yeah, enjoy each oh other. Gosh. Right? <laughs> what? Oh wait, what did you think you were walking in on, Calvin? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did not I would say there's this dude, Owen Gray. <laughs> Owen Gray's I have too many tattoos. Too many tattoos? I can't do it. I See? don't know. Although none of my favorite porn you... stars have tattoos. No, Chris Damned. Chris the gay one. He's yeah. I was oh. gonna say I don't know any, <laughs> I don't know any gay porn stars. You know, he's I like him. He has a lot of tattoos. A yeah. lot of tattoos. And then Colby Keller is like the classic boy next door type. Okay. Yeah. I just want people who like look like they could be really nice. Yeah. Or Sweet be boys. able to beat the shit out of me. Like I just, it's really just, it's one end of the spectrum <laughs> or the dreams, other. Yeah. Sure. Like I don't like someone in the middle. Mm-mm. I get it. I get it. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, yeah. Is it, did you think you were walking into two straight men talking about their favorite male porn stars. No, I'm kind of living. This is a really pleasant surprise. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what, yeah, how it goes. We're just open conversation around here. Well, I love, I have a favorite female one, but it's because we have the same last name, Riley Reed. Oh, well, and oh. she's like a, she's like a personality too. Like, uh-huh. more, like bigger than porn. Like she does other stuff. Like Asa Akira, like she has her own podcast and like, show about sex and stuff i think now it's so cool i actually well i used to follow trisha paytas really heavily yeah it was obsessed i saw i paid to see her perform in denver Damn. i was obsessed with her that's fun and she did a video with riley reed and yeah. they like talked about it and i was like this is like a weird combination of like worlds yeah i was not expecting well and i think i think i mean some people are just like i'm i have a weird thing where i like watching behind the scenes porn Oh, okay. Because it's like, it's just normal conversation where it's like two porn stars not, like, like it's like two actors hanging out behind uh-huh. the scenes shooting the shit rather yeah. than like, 
oh, we're now action where we're acting a scene. Because, like, there's a part of me, and I think it's, like, a nostalgic thing where I love the shitty, like, intros to porn or the storylines where you're like, oh, the pizza guy's here. Like, I think those are hilarious. Well, I, I hate them. I think it's funny because there is just this weird where it's like, but I'm also, I like amateur porn, too, just watching a couple fuck well, from a weird camera. Calvin, you know? now is it because you come from, like, theater that you're like, Fuck yeah. this acting. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I really think, I really this think is it awful. is. That's funny. It hurts. All these plot holes. Like, come on. Yeah, I like it when they have intros, but I like it when the intros are honest and they're just, like, talking and yeah. they're just, like, having a conversation about stuff. That's where I like the intros. I'm like, oh, I'm getting to know you as a person. Ugh, I hate <laughs> it when they're doing that. Or when they, like, when it's, like, the grandpa. Like, there are so many gay ones where it's, like, grandpa, dad, and son. Oh, I'm like, geez. do we not understand how y'all, like, come on. Like, wow. I know they don't look like. I remember the father, son, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yes, literally. Oh, my gosh, it's absolutely disgusting. I'm like, what? He's like, hi, grandpa. And it's like, ew, that's gross. Like, y'all, get yeah. it together. That's, ugh, I hate those. I hate those. Well, well it's good to know that it's penetrated, like, the, the other side of porn as well. Yeah. That it's not just straight porn that's weird. No, because I actually remember having this conversation with you outside of like a mic where we're like porn came up and I was like, does does gay porn have like the the terrible storylines of like, yep. Yeah. And that's funny to me because I feel like it could just be strictly business. Oh, my gosh. The amount of uh, prostate exam porns. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. They're like, yeah, I'm going to examine your prostate. And I'm like. What? Yeah, and then out of nowhere, they're like, fist is in there, and it's like, whoa, okay. (laughs) Like, it's insane, yeah. I do always think that's funny when it's like an innocent woman, but then the four dudes walk in, and she's like, I'm ready! You're like... I thought you were innocent woman. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're going to gangbang. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, what? This person looks like an 18 year old. Yeah, like it's just that whole it thing. Is. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. No, I think like the dorky storylines are fun. At least like, I don't, I, whatever. It's It still just ends up getting down to sex. I fun. love hearing like a personal story where it feels like a storyline. Where well, it's like, when a friend's like, oh yeah, dude, it was his, her mom just walked into the room. Yeah. You're like, no fucking way. This yeah. only happens in, in like, or Those like kinds an, of stories, you're just like, oh, wow, yeah. that's reality. It, yeah, the, like, Uber driver or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I like, I, yeah, I like the ones based in reality. But I also just, I, yeah, because I'm such, like, the romantic, like, I'm very traditional in terms of, like, how I look at, like, relationships and, and, like, sex and all that kind of stuff. So it makes sense. I'm like, oh, I want, like, a real person. I don't want, like, so I'm not into. Well, I've also realized that uh, I'm always attracted to people's, like, story. Like, even friendships and relationships. Okay. Like, if someone has, like, a story to tell, like, especially, like, when it's real. And yeah. I think that's just comedy, too, where it's, like, this is an honest art form. I encourage honesty. And, like, it's it's cool when someone's, like, oh, I came from here and this all happened, you know? Speaking of childhood, Calvin. Where yes. did wait, you wait, wait, whoa, 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 wait. Sorry. Uh, we didn't do intro music. Oh, do you want to do that? We need to do intro music. Go um, for it. See if you can Come point. on in. We're open. Oh my gosh. Let's do this. All right. Yeah. Honest conversations with Austin Langley. Do you know that voice? Is that you? No. Who is that? That's this uh, small. Small weightlifting celebrity of Kyle Benavides. That's Kyle Benavides. Yeah. Shout out, Kyle. I think it's a Robbie beat, too, yeah? Yeah. That's a Robbie, Robbie beat. Kane. I love that. He was on the podcast. Uh, we had him a few months ago. He crushed. Robbie's, Robbie's a gem. No, Robbie I haven't had on. I oh, like, Robbie. Kyle. Kyle's Kyle, a gem, yeah. too. I would like to have Robbie on, especially after... Dude, Robbie crushed at Comedy Works the other night. He did? It was tight. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He play him and Damon are so good at playing into silence. Yeah, which is so not my thing because I find silence to be horrible. He just had a joke too about uh, <laughs> about like white people posting pictures of like starving children in Africa, and then he's like, "You don't see me just like posting a picture with like a little white girl in a trailer park." <laughs> and I, dude, <laughs> it had me. And there's this face where he's like. <laughs> it had me laughing so hard. Well, it's true, because I, like, grew up, because um, I'm, like, so religious and stuff, but I grew up, like, in, like, the church, and yeah. people, like, do that. Like, it's true. And, like, as a kid, I used to be like, that's so cool. Uh-huh. And now I'm like, oh, that really does come off 
so wrong. Even if the intentions aren't yeah. there, it really comes off as like cringy or, virtue yeah, or just signal like, vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a white woman just doing dance moves in some village and they're like oh what is happening they're like we're bringing you water and it's like oh my word like that's just hard to watch Mm -hmm. yeah like i get the idea of wanting to help people but there's something weird about like posting a picture with like the favorite kid you found like (laughs) dude like come on this is the one i want to bring home it's not geocaching yeah (laughs) literally yeah no it's not an app like you're not trying to collect as many like unfortunate kids as you can find without smiles i got malaria but 500 likes Mm -hmm. yeah but i'm blowing up on social um that's fun so child childhood that's what you were just starting so you said you grew up in the church i did yeah i grew up in the church um, they have like a basement or a room that kept you in? Yeah, yeah, no, I grew up in a basement. Well, actually, so the church I went to growing up was, it's a pretty big church. Like, it's is huge. It a, is it considered like mega church? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's here's pretty a, big though. Here's like a metric that I've heard recently is did it have its own coffee shop? It did. Okay, Whoa. well, that makes it. It did. Makes it maybe a bougie church? Maybe it not. It was. Mega, it was for bougie. sure a bougie church. It was in a very, it was in Highlands Ranch. Well, oh. kind of. It was like Highlands Ranch, Castle Rocky, Littleton, yeah. that like vibe. And yeah, it was big. It did have its own coffee shop, the Hebrews Coffee Shop. Yeah. <laughs> and actually where our That's youth group used to go. Name. Right? I loved it. Even as a kid, it was it was actually really cheap. Ugh, I miss those days when it, like coffee was like a dollar. Yeah. But I'd also get it warm, and now I like my iced coffees because I'm a little bitch. So that's Preach. fun. I'm iced coffee. It's so much better. Well, and it like uh, we had we had roasty ghost guy on, and he broke down coffee and why cold brews better, and it's less acidic. It is, and it doesn't give you like heartburn. So, and it, yeah, and also you can drink it from a straw, so it doesn't like stain your teeth. Yeah. Like it's just better yeah i love it and it like the milk's already cold i don't know i <laughs> like it could be zero degrees it's like part of my culture it's a part of gay culture to like drink iced coffee like i yeah it could be zero degrees i'm drinking iced fucking coffee the, I, that's what i'm doing I'm a, I'm, and i chug iced coffee as it should i know as I'm it should. I've, he's done it on stage Good. i once like, uh, yeah i once chugged 24 ounces of cold brew for a reaction from an audience <laughs> Dead room? Was it for dead room? No, oh. it was like the host had left this. It was giant, a dead room, not it, dead no, room show. I did get okay. a big reaction, and people absolutely loved it. But the host, it was back when it was like COVID season one. Okay. Um, and we were doing a backyard show, and there was a giant. The host had this like giant Dutch Bros coffee. Okay. And I was like, if I bomb one more joke, I'm gonna fucking chug this coffee. And then I bombed another joke, and then pounded coffee in front of. A bunch of people, they all laughed. I slammed it on the ground. Did you, like, like, shit yourself? Oh, I I, I did pretend that I was, like, the only way that this would go viral is if I was to have a heart attack right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's... I couldn't. Well, I've chugged coffee before, but not 24 ounces. Like, this. This is my healthy. This is it. Alcoholic drinks too much cold brew. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so not only did that, I walked off stage, and the host goes, dude, you owe me 12 bucks. There was three extra shots in that thing. (gasps) So extra like, shots in cold brew. What's wrong? He needs to see a, a therapist. Yeah, he's a psychopath uh, uh, too. That's like actually scary. I know. I've never even thought of that idea when he until he said it. And I said, "What? <laughs> Who does that? That's ter- it's, it's like the co- speedball of coffee. Yeah, because no, a cold brew is already stronger than most coffee. Yeah, <laughs> that's like that made my eyes water. <laughs> like that's was, like hard to think about. It is, well, and he was like a hardcore. He's a cyclist. Like it was intense. I don't know. I did drink a lot when I was riding my bike every day, like on tour. I drank a, probably a bunch of coffee, but not like that. Yeah, that just feels like that feels not safe. That feels that's, like not FDA regulated. Yeah, that's like adding PCP to your heroin or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's like adding like an extra shot to like pre workout. Pre workout already <laughs> is supposed to wake you up, bitch. Right? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, stirring it into. Uh, Fucking Americano or something, pre-workout into an Americano. Uh, that literally makes me want to buy. Although, y- the amount of, like, caffeine that's in some pre-workouts is insane. It is. I did it once because it was, like, a free sample, and I was, like, frequenting the gym at that time. Yeah. And I was like, this is probably not a good thing for me. I want to like, try smelling salts. Dude, I did it one night outside of a mic, and they are aggressive. <laughs> okay. As an addict, as a, reco- as a person, yeah. I was just like, this is... 
This is dangerous. Even <laughs> poppers. Are you a fan of poppers? No. No? No, I don't. So, like, I have, an, like, I come from, like, a family history of addiction, and mm. I have an addictive personality, so I'm like, I just got to, like, you know, kind of. Keep it to cold brew. Yeah, I got to keep it to cold brew. <laughs> like, I got to be kind of strict with myself. And also, I don't want to, like, have to have sex to, like, I don't want to have to, like, do something to be able to, like, enjoy no. sex. So no, I'm, I'm 100% for that, too, because, yeah. But I have done poppers in my life. People live for it. I know. I actually didn't know what poppers were. So, like, before, I feel like all queer, all gay guys do this at least. I was on Grinder before I came out. Just, mm-hmm. like, you know, anonymous. Browsing. Sure. Yeah. And this one guy, I thought he was cute. We started messaging and asked him what he was into. And he said poppers. And I did not know what that was. So, I urban dictionary poppers. And it said it was, like, a drug. And I was like, why would you say you're into that? Like, I was talking about sex, dude. Like, yeah. why are you saying that? So then I went on Pornhub, and I looked up poppers, and they kept on talking about, like, popper training. And I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, what are you talking about? And I just kind of had to, like, play it off. Yeah. And I did. It literally took me, like, another six months after that conversation before I was like, that is what he meant yeah. by poppers. Like, he meant, the, like, <laughs> like popper. I was like, is that a toy? Like, like, are you popping? Like, I don't get it. It made That's no fun. sense to me. I, did, I like how you it does did sound aggressive. Research. Like, I'm into popping. Yeah, so, I damn. always do my own research when but, I like, don't know something. You didn't think about like asking, like Google, just like gay man into poppers. No, I just I Urban Dictionary yeah. all of it. Urban Dictionary, I love how that's your go-to. <laughs> urban Dictionary. I used it yesterday during yeah. a show. Someone was like a log cabin Republican or a log cabin gay or a log cabin Republican is like a gay man who's a Republican. So it's like ironic. Uh, log cabin. I like that. Yeah, and I just didn't. I didn't know that's so why Urban Dictionary did. I did the same thing with water sports. That means you're into like piss. piss yeah. Didn't know that because water i literally was like oh so are you like into doing stuff like in the bath like i literally just didn't get it one of my favorite um games that i'll play on the podcast is the urban dictionary guessing game where i say the word and then the guests try to guess we'll continue the conversation you pull up the urban dictionary you want to do we'll play one game for okay i never (laughs) i never feed into evan's games but that one does sound fun um it's urban dictionary when like the pc culture got like uh like Urban Dictionary came out and apologized for a bunch of the things that they put on there. Oh, where they were like, "We know we've crossed the line and we've said things in the past on our definitions and this and that." But I mean, it's like a definition, though. Like, what happens if well, I need to know like the a, word? It's a joke. I mean, Webster and Wikipedia, you can enter your own words too. Wait, really? Yeah, like Wikipedia. As long as you've donated the five dollars or whatever it is, you can like submit definitions and they'll take them sometimes oh yeah or at least like facts or things that are about whatever yeah my best friend in college she had to do like a wikipedia page and she was talking about how it's actually really hard to like get it approved by wikipedia (laughs) for sure and so it made me get really pissed off at all of my high school teachers being like you can't use wikipedia it's like it's like well it's obviously been credited by 13 other people that probably had to submit it you know yeah and it gave me uh, so many scores on history well <laughs> i actually liked history but like it gave me it helped it was so helpful yeah. i well, needed it I, wikipedia is one of the only apps that i cuz i i like google cuz i can ask whole questions mm-hmm. but wikipedia i can just type in like swedish fish and then I know every fact about what Swedish. I was fish say why? What fact? What's a fun fact about Swedish fish? Um, it's a wine gum candy created in Switzerland, I believe. Or, um, I'm a slut for Swedish fish. Dude, I think they're, they're so good. good. They're chewy. Dude, even the I think they're better stale. Like I've found them on the shelf from like '92. And I'll be like, these ones are dope. That feels like a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> that feels like a red flag. Like, I feel like it was fun. And then you said you like stale Swedish fish. That was weird. I know. The thing is, is they're really good when they're fresh or stale. When I was like in high school, I bought like a, the four pound bag that they sell at Walmart. It's like $10 yeah. worth of Swedish fish. Yeah. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Does give me heartburn though. Gummies give me like heartburn now, which sucks. Yeah. What's the Urban Dictionary definition for Swedish fish? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I just want to know now what Urban Dictionary has to say. I do um, think that, yeah, they have their own fun definitions. It is wild that Urban Dictionary has, like, like people, nobody's actually using all these terms, right? No. No. Well, well like, imagine being, like, imagine being that that's your only dictionary. Like, <laughs> well, what if it's Calvin's. That's yeah, what I, he looks I, really, up. I really look up Urban Dictionary more often than I look up Normal Dictionary. Yeah, that's fine. That's <laughs> Yeah, like, I, get, I wish I could say the, that. Do you have the app? No. Is there an app? Is I don't there, have, I don't know. Now Swedish I, fish is a uh, synonym for the word best 
It is also known as the best thing ever. So, like, in a sentence, it would be, have you ever tried the best thing ever? You mean Swedish fish? Yeah. Swedish? Yeah. Swedish fish is... Um, what if, good, but not the best thing ever. Yeah, I was going to say, like, people are using it as, like, a term for cool. It's a, Yeah, or it's a like, Swedish yo, that, spirit. Yo, dude, that shit was so Swedish fish. That's way too long of a word to be slang for yeah, something. No one does that. Urban Dictionary failed on Swedish fish. They could have said, the candy you ate after 16 bong hits and decided to watch nine episodes of a Or it's a female swim. fuck friend because it's a friend you can eat. That was a funny. A female fuck friend, huh? Yeah. Well, you can eat out a guy. It's it's yeah. called rimming. <laughs> Again, is why, is, why is it called rimming? I are don't you, know. Are you a fan of getting your butt eaten? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kind of am. I'm a huge fan. I love it. I had a I had a partner who was all about eating my butt. <laughs> She's really? big into salads. Yeah. She was like, it was like her thing. Oh. Um, see, I wouldn't would want to like, eat a straight guy's ass because I don't know. No, well, it, w- it would be like after, like it was... When it would it would be at like the sex club after like full on showering, swimming, hanging out in the hot tub, whatever. Okay. But she was, I mean, even when other dudes would bend over, she'd be like, ah, ah. I'm like, you are a horn dog for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I. I was a fan. I was great, very grateful. When someone's good at it, they're, when someone's good at it, it's worth it. Yeah. I haven't had it done a lot, but it, it for the most part, it's it's definitely a good time. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it with a straight guy because. You know, some of y'all be dirty. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think yep. you're wrong. Well, I mean, I also take pride in my, my manscaping. Or at least cleaning myself. I would say I meant more washing your ass. Well, I definitely clean my... But, like, I, I definitely try to shave my ass, too. Oh, good for you. But that's a, it's a difficult maneuver. It is. I have <laughs> never tried. And, and then, most guys are actually... T- uh, from my experience, most guys are actually totally fine with hair down there. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I just, like, well, farts, like, totally different noise. It's funner. That's what I've been told, so it makes Dude, me nervous to try it. I, like, shaved my ass, and all of a sudden they were just like, <laughs> I was like, what is going on down there? I heard about that, like, as a scientific thing. Like, it, like the the hair, like, yeah. mutes or, like, changes the sound, and so that makes me nervous because, like, I'm really good at, like, not having loud farts. So I don't want to, like, come out of nowhere and, like, have to, like, change my routine of, like, how I, like, let gas go. That would it be is, horrible. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I die. It was I thought it was funny just because I was like, that's a totally different noise that my other farts would create. Anyways. I thought about nairing it, but nair- like it makes me nervous. <laughs> Nairing, I remember the first time I tried to yeah, use nair, I was not happy. I do feel like sensitive skin, because I do have sensitive skin. I can't have like a band-aid on for too long unless it's on like my hands or else I'll get like a red mark. <laughs> like literally, it's like a hard life I live. <laughs> um, so you went uh, real quick, I did I did some research. Ooh, okay. Um, I did a little research. This so you went Evan, to uh, school in Greeley. I did. I went to UNC up in Greeley. Okay, so you grew up here. Yeah, I grew up in Centennial on one side. Then when I was like 11, I moved to the opposite side because Centennial is built kind of like a, a line almost where it's not very thick, but it's a long city. So I moved from one side to the other, went to college in Greeley, and then I came back here after I graduated. So uh, Centennial, real quick. Yeah. Uh, have you been to 303 Coffee? No. Okay. Well, that's my coffee shop. It's in Centennial. It's very rarely do I see people down there. Like, there's, like, you and, like, two other comics Uh, that are down in that area. I'm excited because I love trying new coffee shops. Hell yeah, So, the 303 Coffee Shop. Yeah, comics get free coffee every time I work. Yeah. So, come through. Okay. Just You don't have to tell me twice. This is is in a coffee-heavy episode. Oh, that's good. That That makes sense for me. That and butt stuff. Dude, I'm still stuck on Hebrew. Hebrew coffee. Oh, my gosh. Hebrew's coffee. We did get very distracted by talking about the church and then just finding (laughs) more fun things. Anyways, Hebrew coffee shop. (laughs) We can go anywhere from here. Um, Yeah, that. so you grew up in Colorado. Have you lived in any other states? I've not lived in any other state. Growing up, I was like, I cannot wait to leave Colorado. Like, I'm going to go to LA. I'm going to go to New York. But Colorado has grown a lot since I, you know, since I was a little kid. And it's growing into the size that I actually am totally comfortable with. So right now, I'm like, I'm actually fine with being in Colorado. I like that I'm close to the mountains. Like, it wasn't a big city when you were born kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. But now it is inarguably a metro, like, metropolitan. Exactly. Looking at downtown Denver, it's Huge. And I like that now because I always wanted to do that. And so I always wanted to live in the big city. And then I've been to New York and I really, I could live in Hoboken or Manhattan and I don't have the money to live in Manhattan. So I could live in Hoboken, which like, but I also don't know if I want to live in the East Coast. Yeah. I struggle with humidity. For sure. Because I'm oh, born man. and raised in fucking Colorado. So the second I get humidity, if a band-aid can take you down. 
humidity is like next humidity level. would kill me i literally <laughs> like the idea of me putting a towel outside and it not being dry when i wake up feels wrong. it doesn't oh, yeah. make sense to me you can't leave things out they get mildewy they like, get mold. I don't, I literally can't, like, I can't comprehend that. Yeah. Like, what? I worked at a summer camp that was outdoors, and we had to change our pillows every, like, two weeks. Because our pillows would get mildew, like, and we were sleeping. Ugh. Well, yeah, I, just I, from I, being outside. Because I went to a, I went to a church camp when I was, like, 13, and it was outside in misery. That's <laughs> what I, I will always call it misery. I fucking hate that state. <laughs> and so you've traveled to other states. I have. I've been to like 20 states. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. So I, I've been to, I've been to a few and I went to that one and I put my towel out for it to dry and it didn't. And then all the bugs are bigger <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and it's like, uh, I hate it. So it's not for me. So yeah, I, it, no. And then like one of my youth pastors was like, yeah, y'all need to like really make sure you're cleaning yourself because it can get and i was like what do you mean it can get like <laughs> what like what the what are you talking about like what horrifying what, what that's scary is getting. <laughs> like like what my what like is getting is are my balls gonna get moldy like that was that terrifying be, yeah oh yeah absolutely that's scary. not Mm-mm. that's scary it's very um, scary i yeah i always had like a weird fear of i don't know something happening tragic to my penis <laughs> I was always scared I had a super, super small dick. That was, like, my biggest fear, but I feel like every guy has that fear. I thought I had a small dick, uh, for sure. I did, too, and then I was like, wait, it's not. And then since being, you know, with people, no one has ever been like, your dick is small. You know what I mean? I've actually been like, oh, my dick's bigger than yours. (laughs) I I actually said that out loud once to a guy. I finished sucking him off, and then then I went, I think my dick's bigger than yours. And he was like, what was the point of you bringing that up? And I was like, I'm not going to lie. I didn't have a point. It just like it did make me feel good. I'll say it. <laughs> That's so tight. That small like male is, like attitude of yeah. like just saying it is bigger. Yeah, <laughs> like like I hate to be better than you, but um, just so you know, that is fun. That's just like that thinking out loud thing we were talking about last night. Yep. Where you're just like, <laughs> where something just comes in your head that you didn't really plan on saying out loud, but there was no like barrier for some reason, and you're just like, whoa, I guess I said that. I didn't mean to. Yep, that happens to me. Um, I'm a verbal thinker. Like, I just, I, like, think, like, I try, I just, like, process things verbally. So I talk to myself in my car 24-7. Oh, 20, yeah, I do, I do, uh, I definitely talk to myself. Well, that's probably a part of coming, also, again, like, from theater, like, reciting lines, saying them out loud. Uh-huh. Like, to me, I mean, that's how I memorize bits, for sure, is, like, it actually mm-hmm. solidifies in my brain the more I say it out loud. Yeah. And I feel like I've actually, like, in in the head, it's all just ideas. So once I say it out loud and I can hear it, it's like, oh, wait, no, 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 that's not. Well, the, yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> that's not accurate. That's, that's how I am, too. That's how I process my jokes. It's definitely a different process, for sure, because you're, like, now thinking it. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, okay, we're good. Yeah, that's, and how I come up with jokes, or, like, how I, like, when I figure out my sets, I kind of do it in the same way. And I do have to, like, the first time I recite it, it, like, totally makes sense. And I did the same thing with memorizing lines. I never thought about that. And I think it also teaches you in the comedy world when you're saying it out loud, almost preparing for something that might happen from the audience. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, if I say this, this could cause a reaction by saying, by somebody reacting or whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it does train you in other ways, whether it's memorizing or preparing you for something that could happen i used to be so good at memorizing yeah (laughs) oh my gosh when you don't have to memorize lines for for a minute it takes a toll i used to be so good at it i can't i mean besides besides my own stuff even then i still have to work it out on stage where i'm like this has to this has to feel smooth coming out of my mouth if it's someone else's like words where it's like that's not what i would say you know, like, like, that's not the way I would phrase that sentence. That did bite me in the butt. Sometimes where, like, if a line was written in a way that, like, didn't make a lot of sense to me and I could, like, say it and I got the same point across. For sure. But in professional theater, you, like, can't do that. Yeah. You yeah. can get in a lot of trouble. And so one of my shows in, like, college, like, one of my first shows in college, they did that to me. And they were like, hey, like, you didn't say it. And yeah. I was like, what? What, what do you mean? Yeah. Like what? That's like I, I memorized. Like did the point get across? And so for professional shows, people can get in trouble. And I was like, oh. Well, and that's the fun thing about comedy too is you're almost trying to get least amount of words in there. Yeah. Where you're like set up. I don't. I don't need this. I don't need to swear at that moment. Like when I first started comedy, I just started eliminating swear words. That's where weird. I was like, oh, I was just talking to a fucking friend the other day. Like that's not. Un- that's not necessary. Makes me sound less educated. Makes me sound whatever. 
not getting my point across There's right certain now. words that I've definitely removed, too. Oh, it's yeah. It's just like it, using it on stage will deter the entire audience. Nobody wants to listen to me afterwards. Yeah, like I like I will. Yeah, I do have. Yeah, there are some words that I'm like, there's no point in saying, but fucking shit. I just can't yeah, not say fuck shit, oh, bitch. Well, there's yeah. some that are the right words. Yeah. I mean, those are the right words in the right times for sure. If I'm riffing or I'm like fuck shit, bitch. If, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's, it's Calvin. Fuck shit, bitch. Read everybody. <laughs> that makes sense for me. Oh. <laughs> but when I'm like riffing, like last night I had that dude at the barrel that was just like after you guys left last night. He, okay, uh, I don't know. It was just like drunk and heckling. But I that I always to, happens. He was like say he was trying to keep up and he just was not. His buddy was laughing at him really hard. Oh, good. Which I was fine with. I love it. the drunk hecklers. Like I, I'll just be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, and then sometimes they'll like feel bad. Cool, great. I'll take an apology. Yeah. Although it Monkey Brawl's got some weird hecklers. When they have weird hecklers, one time I was like, "Hi everybody, I'm gay," and then this guy was like, "Show us your dick." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> that's I, not a heckle. That's yeah. like an that's a that's rude a, thing that's to say. Assault. That's a rude thing to." <laughs> it was just so random, and I played it off good, which surprised me because I was like, "What?" Like I've never had to, I've never had someone like. At, like I don't know, it kind of made me feel a little bit pretty, which is yeah. like my own mental health issues. Was, but <laughs> no, <laughs> like that's that like my own problem. That's understandable. You're like a pretty girl that just got asked to like show us your tits, right? So. And I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, you like want to see like, <laughs> what? Shut up! But the, the hecklers at Monkey Bear are weird. There was this one guy who was just doing all the he was doing all different sorts of stuff in the bathroom, and I was like, sir, we are in the Highlands. Like, calm. <laughs> it is a Thursday night. It is 8 p.m. <laughs> And Garrett had to like ask him to like stop like four times, and I'm like, did he? I think he ended up getting kicked out. Good. He was, was harsh. The, was that? Uh, I had a monkey barrel recently where I had to all the audience just. I made the audience boo one guy because like Garrett went up and this guy was immediately heckling and was like, "Dude, move it along, move it along, tell the nook joke." And Garrett like almost wasn't in the position to like attack because he was hosting. Okay. But he was just like, pump the brakes, dude. Like, don't come at me at this fucking, and I could tell Garrett was immediately angry and I was next. And so I did my first, like first couple like self deprecating jokes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is making fun of me. If this guy swings, I can now use that to my advantage. I've already talked about me and pal. If you wanted it That's about smart. you. And so, I mean, that's the way I go into a lot of my sets where I'm like, if I shit on me at any point, then I can swing at the audience and use it as an excuse to be like, ha ha, I've already made fun of myself enough to where now I can make fun of this guy in the front row and he doesn't even care. True. I will be like, oh, I'm so dumb. Yeah, yeah well, you're right. Or I'll be like, I'm a whore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it opens it up. If, if you go up too confident and you don't get respect and then you just seem like a weird energy confidence that you're not get equally getting from the audience mm -hmm. so if you put your down yourself on their level yeah you're like look i'm just another fucking person yeah and then they like kind of can relate to you a little bit more because they're also thinking of jokes about you mm -hmm. i mean everybody sees somebody on stage they're like mm -hmm. who's this guy what do you what's his thing what's i'm a his firm angle? believer that you're being judged the second your name is announced yeah. Yeah. Where, like, that person is like, huh. The awesome. way you walk up on stage. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. What's this energy? Oh, cool. What's It's like, so the minute that you can get them laughing and it's almost a distraction from them eyeballing you or whatever it is. Yeah. I'm also Masters, a firm like... believer that the audience is a vicious beast of a creature <laughs> and can sense any emotion or feeling. They and, are. And that's just being hypersensitive while you're up there because you're like, everyone knows I'm an insecure person. <laughs> and it's like no one knows or cares, but you're putting on, if you show it, yeah. they can sense that. That's true. They can read. And that that's one thing that I've loved about my theater training with comedy. For sure. Is like there's so much stuff that I've learned to be like, you know, you have to open up or mm -hmm. like, you know, you can use but if you're using oh, it as a grounding yeah. thing, it's so much more effective. But like when I first started comedy, I used the stand to help me get grounded, to help sure. me with my nerves. So it didn't really work as a block. But there's so many comics that will like not move the stand. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I instantly don't feel as connected to you. It's, yeah. If they stand like this the whole time, like, with, sure. like with their arms crossed. I have crossed, a hard time with that as well. I do too. But as long as you have parts where you're willing to open up, you're instantly yeah. like, it's okay if this is like a standard. But as long as you... Don't keep it that way the no. whole time. Little things like that make a huge well, difference. Not, even yeah, even it's with the body the, language. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, even, it's like uh, like criminal psychologists break down these things as far as like you can tell if somebody's being honest or not, or you can tell if they're being like putting up a fake facade or if they're like nervous or all of those things are so directly linked 
It's like where you put your hands For sure. or how often you like yeah. do certain ticks. And their precise moves, like the second uh, certain comics turn their back to the audience, unless it's like a bit and necessary, I feel almost disconnected. Well, I do think that there's you can use it as a tool. I mean, look at Derek Stroop. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Every, like, in between every not... bit, Derek Stroop turns his back uh-huh. and allows it all to die down. And then he comes right back out, and then he brings the energy right back up. That's Kate so Strobel. Re- yeah. yeah, yeah, she has a she. I say that she has one where she turns around and she, she was talking about coming out to her dad. That and is I, a funny bit. I saw her do that at Comedy Works. Oh, it it like touched my heart. I was like, whoa, how she did it turning around. Like I, I even remember thinking like that. What are you doing? Yeah. And I saw, and I That's remember it to this day. It was so it was powerful that she turned around. Yeah. There is moments that I think it can definitely yeah be used, but there's times where someone's just like, oh, what was I? Or, yeah, messing around. Like, it's know. not my thing. Like, no. that's not it for me. Well, maybe. I don't know. Never say never. But, like, yeah. right now, absolutely not. I mean, play with yeah, play with, the, play with everything up there. So many options. Play with everything up there. Exactly. So what, what types of productions were you a part of? Um, like, musicals and? Musicals and plays. I went through voice lessons. I went through voice lessons for years. I paid thousands of dollars to try and be a good singer. And I'm a, and I'm a mediocre singer after yeah. thousands well, of dollars of voice lessons. Comparing yourself to high professionals, I mean, are you better than your average like singer compared to me in Austin? Maybe I might have like a better ear for it, or I might, you know, I might be like, oh, like I know that, like you know, you're in like this range of your voice and that kind of thing. But my mom was forced to play piano growing up. Like it was, she she didn't like it, but she was forced to as a kid. So when she had kids, she was like, I'm never going to force them to do that. Yeah. And I'm yeah. kind of like, damn mom, you should have, because I would have been <laughs> like, had you forced me at five, like music would have been in my head a little bit. Yeah. And my dad just doesn't, like my whole dad's side of the family doesn't really have performing arts. Yeah. Like I have a cousin that um, tried to do it for a minute uh, on that side of the family, but really, and some of them maybe did little things, but none of them were singers, I don't yeah. think. Uh, or at least to my knowledge. Was and anyone else in theater? There, the I had one cousin who was. He was yeah. in theater for a little bit, but he didn't get like trained to it or anything. Like yeah. I, like I went through like the training and stuff. He just kind of did like, oh, I'm gonna do it and see what happens. No, you're good. <laughs> that um, made a cool echo. Wow. That made a really cool echo. I, I thought. I do I have it? I thought so. Sorry. No, you're good. I'm, um. Yeah. Well, theater. I was in the improv team. High school, we started that. It was all right. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Me and my buddy, um, like one of my still best friends to this day, uh, we like basically started the improv team. I lost the dad pen. Oh, sorry. I'll do it to you. Yeah. Um, I just brought this whole podcast to a screeching halt looking yeah, for it. You ruined it. This podcast is brought to you by screeching halts. You know that momentum we had. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all gone. Thanks oh, for that, God. Evan. Gosh. All Should all because something you paid money for and want to use. Like, how dare you? <laughs> Was there any other performing arts that you wanted to be a part of? Magic? No. Tap dance? I did. I did tap dance, yeah. Did you? Well, the whole idea of being, you know, like, a, in, like, the theater world is being a triple threat. Yeah. And so I was a dance minor in college. Oh, I shit. went through all but three classes, and it was basically a double major. Like, it was literally three credits away from, like, a major yeah and so i was three classes away and COVID happened and i was like oh, these are the classes i don't want to take so i yeah. don't want to do it but i did i t- tap dance one and tap dance two i can paradiddle the shit out of you fuck yeah <laughs> i'm a know, slut for a good paradiddle i don't know what the, i mean i'm aroused but i don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> a paradiddle a paradiddle it's like a basic tap move we learned it like day one but i learned it before that oh yeah Damn. or a shuffle of flap flap Something oh. like that. It's all rhythms. It's super. If you're good at drums, odds are you could be good at tap. I, Damn. Who said I was good at drums? I said if. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I said, I, I did not say, hey, you're good at drums. You look like you're good at drums, but I did not say, I said if. I Austin do. has bad ankles. I do look like I dabble I don't think he's drums. tapping anytime soon. Dude, I would, I've always thought tap dance was sick. You do need to have killer. <laughs> oh my gosh. There was some stuff that I'm just like, yeah. huh? And it's like, you have to practice it for, oh, you found it good. You have to find, you have to practice it for months before it clicks and it's annoying. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm okay. I would say I'm an intermediate tap dancer, an intermediate ballet dancer. Do you have taps? Shoes? I do still? have tap shoes, yeah. Oh my. What size shoe do you wear? I wear a size ten and a half to eleven. Oh, that's way bigger foot than I got. That's like an average size foot. I have size eight. But it would and crush in the dead room. Dude, <laughs> yeah. if you showed up to dead room and And tapped. I did paradiddle, shut up. I could do triple time set the yesification mm-hmm. of the dead room. Co- <laughs> but I know, like, I'm, like, legit writing it out, like, right now. I'm being, like, dead serious. Like, I have to. 
Oh my gosh, because last time I did Dead Room, I like became suicidal. And so. Uh, <laughs> you need to redeem yourself. It is one of those shows that you can go back to and you're like, hey, I did better than last time. I got like five laughs and it made me happy. But there was some shit that I was like, this is funny. And I was yeah. so pissed. I was like, I get that this is your job, but like, like this is a good joke, please. Like, yeah. come on. I did call Be- Kyle Benavidez a, um, a beef cupcake mm. at that show and no one laughed. You and it did kind of break my heart. That one. So, like, you know, beefcake? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, beef cupcake. Oh, it's just, just smaller. Cuter, just a cuter version of it. It's a, a smaller, cake. yeah. Like, it's almost more like a beef biscuit. Mm-hmm. A beef biscuit? Yeah, oh, he's a little more dense. <laughs> it's a beef muffin, maybe. <laughs> yeah. A beef muffin. A beef scone. Sure. He's a beef scone, dude. Just solid. <laughs> Savory scone. <laughs> just dry as fuck. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's still listening. That's because he got back from the dry cleaners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I put it in. So we are doing top 10. I'm literally going to find my tap. Oh, fuck. I'm going to look for my tap shoes. I'm going to look for them. They might be in storage because I haven't had a reason to do that. Dude, I know, feel like even if you went up on stage and didn't address the tap shoes, did like five <laughs> minutes of material. But allowed the shoes no. to make the noise as you go <laughs> no. up. Didn't, didn't even try to walk up as silent as possible. And then three quarters of the way through any set that you're doing, just all of a sudden, like, (laughs) I can do that, because I don't move, like, I'm I'm a stander, but I don't, like, like, I'll, like, shift my feet, but I don't, like, step, and theater has trained me, I can do, you have to walk backstage making not a lot of noise. Yeah, (laughs) you can do your own rim shots, or you can just be like, back to rimming. You could do tap dance. Back to rimming, yep. yeah. <laughs> you could do your own tap dance rim shots. It would be the start of a Shirley Temple, actually. Yeah. What you just did was the start of a Shirley Temple, yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, what? A, I mean, that's a, or Broadway. A punchline right there, baby. <laughs> I love it. Oh. oh my gosh, is my tap dancing background? I love how it's, I have like two years of experience. It's that, but no, I think tap dancing. Like I said, I thought I always thought tap dancing was sick. so cool. I loved it. That was my. Yeah. That was I always admired the shit out of it. For well, sure. there's those two guys that like pioneered it, right? There's the two brothers that like were in the 60s that were some of the first like live performers, and they would like jump from like six stairs. In the air, yep, and land mm-hmm. in a split, like six stairs on the ground, and then they would get up and then jump down the stairs again and land in it. And like they were like the most impressive tap dancers yeah. in like the world I, for a while. I saw a video of that they do something called rhythm tap, and that tap is oh, so hard. <laughs> I absolutely not. We went over the dance once in tap two, and I literally was like, no, yeah. like like I can't even picture like this. Like I can't. Like I see what they're doing. Oh my gosh, that's where it's more similar to drums because you have to have like this internal metronome. Or else yeah. you're gonna, oh, absolutely not. I know you because you have to, yeah, being able to know the song without and then expressing it with your feet. Yeah, and then being able to like, it, like even if you do like, because a shuffle is a tap tap, so it's two noises. If you miss one noise, you're instantly like, like how are you gonna like come back or you know like yeah. it, it, it's those little things. Did you ever watch the Wonderful Whites of West Virginia? No, that sounds racist though. Um, the Wonderful kind of, Whites of West Virginia. The Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. How does that I mean, not it, sound so racist? It, it, <laughs> not, I never said it didn't. Oh, it's I about for, an insane family. You like you thought fucking Joe Exotic and Tiger King was crazy. I did. Yeah, they this family this documentary came out years ago. And okay. it's called The Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. <laughs> the Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Dude, this family is insane. Where's this been... coming from? Are they like we were talking about family? tap dance. I know. So anyways, they're like buddies with like uh, Hank Williams and Hank Williams Jr. And they're like a big tap dancing crew. So you think it's on uh, It's on Netflix or Amazon right now. I just saw it the other day. They're a tap dancing crew? No, there is a tap dancing. There's like there's some tap dancing involved for sure. I love that. Um, it's an insane documentary. Last like, outlaw family. Uh, so this family's been like causing trouble and making a ruckus in West Virginia for years, and they've got like hundreds. They look like hundreds half of, of them, them are members. named There's ruckus. another family that's tried to cause a ruckus, and they hate them. So they're like white trash mob. Uh, kinda, but I won't even say they're just white trash. Just yeah, pure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're from West Virginia, oh, sorry, not to like generalize, but it's West Virginia, you know. Well, I mean, this it is in the I'm title sure, for a reason. I know. I'm right? sure yeah. this documentary didn't do them any favors. You know? I don't think any of these like, pictures have been doing them any favors like, either. Did you really have to put West Virginia in the title? Couldn't you just called it 
Wonderful whites. <laughs> Wonderful whites. That would. I mean, honestly, probably would have targeted the same damn audience. Um, you did not need to bring in. No, that watch for it that to work. documentary. It's crazy, okay. and then we'll talk about it next time we're hanging out. It sounds like a plan stand. It's crazy though. There's like stories or like people having conversations just in that movie, and I can't even imagine if this film doc crew was like coming from LA and they're like, "Yeah, we got a project in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go hang out with some family," and then they're just like. What the fuck did we get ourselves into? <laughs> it's crazy. It's good stuff. Okay. Check it okay. Yeah. I think it's on Amazon right now. I'll take a look. Wonderful. I know it does. It is a crazy sentence, but I remember when it came out, it went like. <laughs> it is a crazy dude. That could be. And I special. was like, how the hell Wonderful. does that? How, like, how does that connect to tap dancing? And then in the thing, it says tap dancing. I was like, okay, well, there well, you go. That's, yeah, I for like, well, I did kind of throw it in there where people were like, huh. <laughs> You two were like, what, we were talking about cool theater production. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm out here talking about my shows. Yeah. I mean, I have, I mean, I came from a Centennial or an Aurora High School, yeah. a very white high school. We did a lot of races. Oh, we did not. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, my teacher should have known better. Oh, 2009 was a crazy time. It was not. It was 2015. <laughs> yeah. So it was even. It was even worse. Like we knew things were wrong. Like we used orange foundation on somebody. Yeah. Yep. And then ooh. Well, Ooh. I this mean, the theater, theater performance. Are you talking about theater? Yeah. Yeah, that's a little different, right? I mean, because sure, we're in a high school, but it's still like you didn't have to like it. Okay, so the one that's sticking out to my mind the most, we did Secret Garden when I was a junior. It's actually a really beautiful musical. It sounds so good. Uh, there's a <laughs> there's a character called Fakir. He's supposed to be Indian. We didn't have anyone who's Indian in our program. Um, but we actually had my, my high school best friend and we're still, we're still like best friends. We're still super close. He's, um, black and Mexican and he was like really the only brown guy in our program yeah. and he auditioned for it and he didn't get cast as it. He got cast in the ensemble, was put as the understudy and the guy who they casted as the figure, as the Indian part was like, was like whiter than me. He was Chad. very pale. His name was Zach. Um, and we gave it's him we, we, we gave him orange foundation to make him look more Indian. We like literally put orange foundation on him. And the only time he sang were like he he never sang in English. He only sang in like a different language. I don't want to assume the language, but yeah, it was <laughs> it was it was a time. And then the year before we did Thoroughly Modern Millie, which I don't know if either one of you knows is a very problematic show. Very problematic. Damn, why? why? Um there's a whole character that her entire shtick is being in um yellow face. Like that's like her entire like oh my God. thing. And okay. she she sends people into white slavery, which is aka sex trafficking in the Orient, which is actually just China. It's a the show did not age well. Wow. And there's these two Asian characters, they're both Chinese, half their lines are in Chinese. And then and when they're not in Chinese, they're supposed to speak very heavy, thick Chinese accents. And they, um, we casted two white guys in that. And we had their makeup. Um, we gave them eyeliner to do that. To, yeah, very problematic. Yeah. Was Shane Gillis the main star? No. I'm just kidding. That was a... That's believe funny. it or not. Um, but, okay, I found this out the other day. If you type into Google, funny Chinese man, that's not a racist statement in any way. Look at the first image that comes up. This one's crazy. I'm so nervous. <gasps> oh, man. Number one image. How crazy is... There's not a real funny Chinese human that no. they could have Like that. Why did like, you... What, what were you doing typing funny Chinese man? <laughs> you're just trying to, trying to find your new comp favorite... Uh. <laughs> favorite That's like you're trying to what find your that? new favorite... Um, yeah, what is that? Is that me? Oh, I wish it's a vacuum. It's like, oh, is somebody vacuuming outside? No, it does sound like music, though. Here, let me go. I'll, I'll go. Should we pause real fast? Funny Chinese, Chinese man. Got us. Here, I'll take it. 